my wife will wake up. Sluggy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, One Quest. There is no word and in there. Uh, I am your host and DM, JC. That man raising his hands in air. Victory is Tom M. Norman. Play on. Somebody finally listened to me. Well, you were right. I'm not used to that. <laughs> it's okay. Neither am I. Uh, of course, joining us as well is Ryan Crixus Kukta. Boomtown, get him. Good morning. And last but not least, the legend, the lore master, the lazy dragon, Jeff Williams playing Doc. How are you doing, buddy? Good morning, everyone. Doing good. Doing good. It's early. Oh. Not too early for D&D. No, no, never too early for D&D. I'd wake up I at would 4 argue... o'clock for this shit. I argue sometimes it gets too late for D&D. <laughs> like on I Friday night when my DM left us an encrypted letter and three members of the group decided to stay up until 3 a.m. decrypting it. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but we're like, no, we got to get this before... before... Before we go, that was actually kind of fun. The funny thing is, is that two of the two of the three characters have no idea what's in that letter. <laughs> I mean, that would be fine if you had nothing to do the next day, but good lord, really man. didn't have much to do the next day, honestly. Well, there so, you go. That's why we play on Friday night. Use your time then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Lord Master, you want to give us a recap? <clears throat> Sure, uh, but I will not be able to do it justice. Watching it back was like, there's so much going on, so many little pieces, I'm, there's no way I can catch it all. So I advise anybody to uh, go check out last week's episode. Oh, that's always a it, There's a lot, of, a lot of little things that, that are, I'm going to gloss over here. So we uh, started the episode just coming into Tourmaline. Uh, we talked to an old lady who has a problem with wind spirits stealing her dishes and opening her windows and uh, she directed us to the East Side Inn where we met Marta and uh, she gave us a little bit of, uh, of tourmaline uh, current history and further history. Um, decided to uh, have some food and then split up and kind of scope out a couple locations around town. Uh, Aaron and Ellie headed to the Blue Clam which is kind of the, the place to go when you're looking to hang out in Tourmaline. It was filled with a bunch of miners who were complaining that there were monsters, uh, specifically kobolds, in in the mine, and they were uh, showing scrapes that they had gotten, and Ellie was not handling her fire water very well, and she started hanging on a guy who took it a little too far towards the end. When Aranon was just about ready to leave, she uh, she got uh, manhandled a little bit and then handled it right back at his face. Um, so Aranon had to do the gentlemanly thing and carry her across the threshold while she threw up down his back. Uh, they got back to the uh, to the inn and uh, Ellie passed out. Aranon talked to the bartender about torgs and a few other things before going for a walk um during that time Crixus and doc headed down to the south end of town to check out the cutting wind 
which didn't yield a whole lot of results, but was entertaining for all. Uh, net result was we got <clears throat> kind of a lot going on. We got an assassin that we're trying to keep track of, wind spirits that are affecting the town, a lady in red who uh, had disappeared a long time ago, um, being chased by the wind. Uh, we have monsters in the mine, and we have a green lantern. And we ended the session with Aranon going for a, going out walking after midnight. Out in the moonlight. The moonlight. I was waiting. <laughs> I go out walking. Oh, wow, I haven't heard that song in ages. <laughs> and I don't even know the, well, I've heard the original a couple of times, but man, Bodine's Joe Dirt Car. Mm-hmm. That was a double live album yep. that my CD player for a good long time. That's in my prime music list. I was going to say too long, but no, that album can't be around for too long. So, Aranon, you disappeared into the night. Without our, without the lantern that turns green when there are elementals out there. So, I hope he can see in the dark, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a dude. I'm a half-elf. I can see, what, 60 feet? 30 feet? I can see feats. <laughs> what you do in your spare time is well, <laughs> Oh, you're one of those. No, I am not a... Oh, crap, what's his name, director? What? From Dust Till Dawn. Or no, not Robert Rodriguez. Not Rodriguez, um... Quentin Tarantino. I am not oh. a Tarantino. He's got a foot fetish. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't yeah. know he did. Hmm. If you ever are in doubt of that, watch uh, From Dust Till Dawn, which I watched the other day. And he gets a whole foot shoved right in his mouth. Oh, it was like Christmas morning for him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like severed at the ankle, right? <laughs> not that not at that point no not at that point <laughs> okay later so speaking of feet you're out walking after midnight yes i am <laughs> nice transition yeah um it's not so nice if you point it out come on guys <laughs> we'll get this train on the track sooner or later today yeah why um so as long as it's entertaining I am going to make my way uh, to the house that was described to us, you know, or to me, um, where they're all going to be staying. Okay. Where the Torgs, where the Torgs live. Is that like Torg home base? What's that? Is that like where the wild things are? Where the Torg, Torg, where the Torgs live. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to walk through. I'm just going to keep my eyes open. I'm going to pull my hood up. Oh, I don't have my I don't have my cloak because it like barfed on it. Crap. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm you just... gave it to Martin. Yeah. In your cold weather gear, it's kind of hard to tell who you are. You just look like another one of Yeah. Uh, I suppose. Scarf. Yeah, cold, cold weather, weather gear. gear. I have a hood up over my head anyways. Yeah. Hood, hat, scarf, gator. Yeah. So I'm gonna slowly make my way through. I'd say shadows, but it's already nighttime. Well, it's still nighttime. It's always nighttime. 
But you can make a stealth check if you're trying to hide, if that's your point. I'm not trying to hide. I'm just trying to be inconspicuous. Okay. okay. Just walk in then. Mm-hmm. Um, so you make your way north. Uh, looking for on that main northern road that leads out to the gem mine on the east side of town and to the lonely wood on the west side of town. Um, you're looking, you recognize the symbol um, from, you would recognize the symbol from Torgs from seeing it in the market the other day. Uh, you do find a house that does have this symbol hanging on, it's like not, it's not hanging on the door, it's emblazoned on the door. It's like been fire etched into the door. Um, all the lights are out and it's very quiet. As I approach the house, I'm actually going to look around to see if there's anybody like watching me or out and about available to catch me if I wander. Make a perception check. Man, my dice the past like two weeks, they kind of tilter between like three numbers and I'm always unsure of which way it's going to go. 16. 16. <clears throat> it's fun when they teeter. Um, as you're observing, kind of looking around for anyone watching you, there's no one really around at this point in the night. The, the town is relatively quiet. What you do notice is the sky going from being pitch black, lots of stars almost in like a paintbrush style a shadow moves over the sky and leaves behind the aurora borealis that you've seen on several nights in the sky rainbow green and purples and stuff hmm am i aware of what time of the night it is like is it early is it late Based on what you've understood, you're right around midnight because this is how they've kept track of time. They un they understand that this was happening. They've equated this to being the midnight hour and that it slowly fades through the day to about noon where it goes away. And then it, you're almost in complete darkness again for 12 hours. Okay. Um... So this equates to the AM hours in our world. I am going to, if I see nobody around, I'm going to approach the house. How close are the houses on on each side? Like, is there a yard? Uh, there, there's a good uh, 15 feet, 20 feet between houses. Okay, I'm I mean, going to... Look, look uh, at the map. Look at the map there. I mean, well, which which I mean, which house is it? <laughs> uh, okay, if you come in from the road on the where it says to the gem mine, there's that little rectangle one. Uh huh. We'll say it's that U-shaped one next to it. Okay, so like the second house the from the right. Down. Yep, second house from the right. All right. So I'm gonna stop and stand in front of the house, and I. I'm going to kind of look at it for movement. The house does not move. (laughs) 
Yeah, I had that coming. <laughs> Nor does anything inside it. It is dark. It is quiet. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to... <laughs> <Got you. laughs> Sorry, that was fun. That's all we need is a shack on legs. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but if it gets up and starts walking, you got a whole different problem. <laughs> so what I have noticed... Um... So I'm looking at the map, so that's why I'm asking this question. But I have noticed mm -hmm. that there would have been space for me to walk without, like, walking next to the house to the right, almost like that, to the gem mine path, goes back into a clearing. Yeah, what you would have seen that clearing. That's um, The snow is a little deeper there. Mm -hmm. It's kind of where things are been piled up and cleared out. So you'd have to kind of climb a snowbank, like one of those piles of snow that you get in parking lots and stuff. Okay. Um I'm just going to approach the house and uh, look in the front windows. Um, before you do, uh, looking at the ground, you realize no one's approached this house since the last major snowfall. All the snow around the house is pristine. Oh, crap. I don't want to do that then. You're, you're smart enough that I would give you that. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go around. Ball, it... <laughs> I'm going to go around then. I'm going to go back to where. So there's that house to the right. I'm going to go around yep. that house to the back to take a look at the back of the property without going through the yard. Okay. Uh, going along, around and looking at the back of the property. There's a door in the back. Um there are probably mm, my, my passive perception like, is 15 by the way there's five windows there's one window above the door this is a two-story building um there are two windows on the lower stories with the door in the middle and then three windows above on the back side um lights out it's dark looks like it's locked up it looks like it, no one's been there in probably about well since the last major snowfall which you believe happened on three days ago two days ago was it jeff when you guys were on your way here i'll go with yes yeah that would have been a day or two yeah yeah two days um is there any way to climb up to this to the second window or like are there any trees where i can climb up the tree and then kind of hop to the window or the no, roof or there something is a, there's a small shack that you can see on the map behind that mm -hmm. building, but that's going to be like a 15-foot jump to get from the shack to the house. And that shack is only one story, so unless you plan on trying to make a 15-foot jump dive through a window, which you'll in break doing so in snow clothes, warm weather gear. Hold on, I'm checking your, something. Your, your DC is going up as I add each difficulty thing. <laughs> like I started talking and I had it at like a 17 and then as I keep saying stuff I'm going okay yeah no it's more than that it's more than that double pane glass well the, the thing is is he's gonna break the window if he tries to dive through the window I don't think he can we all know how that turns out I tried to do that once before and I bounced off now there are wolves chasing you no. Yeah, and keep, it, keep in mind, all the glass you've seen in the buildings here is, like, five inches thick. <laughs> this isn't your... Yeah, the DC, the DC went up because of the glass now. 
Oh no, he'd probably get there just fine, but the, the AC and hit points of the glass is way more than he's used to. Way more than a set of shutters, that's for sure. Lead with your elbow. <laughs> or a sword. Not your face. <laughs> oh, a good question. Is the window a dragon? Because I think he has a dragon slayer sword. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll just Maybe dive head made first a dragon glass. sword out in front of me. Do a trinity. There so is I'm no spoon, remember. I'm assuming there's no footprints spoon, in the backyard yes. either. No, there are no footprints in the backyard. Other than what you... As you were kind of looking at the snow, you saw something that looked like little like bird footprints. That's about it. What about the shed? Is there any, Are there any windows in the shed? No, the shed's just a straight wooden shed. It's locked. Um, it looks pretty sturdy. It's not rickety or anything. All right. I'm actually going to go up to the shed and uh, take a look at the lock to see if I can pick it. Take a look at the lock. Okay. Um, getting to the shed, uh, there's the lock there. And yeah, you can absolutely make it. It looks like a decent lock. Nothing extraordinarily fancy. All right, I'm going to try to pick it. Okay. Come on. Oh. I'm glad I have a high modifier. 14. Yeah, 14. Um, as you take the lock and you, you got your pick tools, you go to um, pick it. You realize there's like ice jammed in there. Like someone intentionally jammed snow in there and melted and let it freeze. Hmm. Can be difficult at best. You're gonna have to find some way to warm it up first. You know, lick it in this town. Yeah, lick it. I'm gonna stick my tongue to it. Um, <laughs> uh, my you guys, you guys went for the different movie reference. I went, mine went over everyone's head. <laughs> I said, "There's freaking savages in this town." Man. Um, I'm not gonna. You're not supposed to be here today. What? Yeah. You're not supposed <laughs> to be here today. Uh, that one I know. Mm-hmm. Same movie. There's gum jammed in the lock, and that's why you had to make the sign that said, yes, I sure you were open. Yep. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to break the lock, but I don't want to make noise. Um... And I don't want to light a torch to heat it up because that would light me up. At that moment, there's a strong wind that comes down off the hill and kind of takes your breath away. Bites through your... You know what? I have a great suggestion from the chat. What's that? Do I have to pee? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking. That room if he has to pee. Uh, yeah, you were drinking. I, I think if the chat room says yeah, <laughs> so we gotta go with this. It's gonna take a minute for the chat room. I. That is a great suggestion. I am going to pee on the lock to warm it up. Ooh, okay. 
Um, all right. So best, I think that's the best suggestion we've had yet. Start undoing all your uh, cold weather gear and kind of open and <laughs> open your trousers. Up. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead. You um, make a dexterity check. I'm unfamiliar with the strategy, but I think it might work. I mean. Depending on who you ask, the, the women will say you will not be able to hit the lock. The men will say, yeah, you'll probably be able to hit the lock. <laughs> 20. <laughs> yep. Uh, you, you actually clear whatever is jammed in there over the course of the next 30 to 50 seconds. With you, the 20, you probably wrote your name in the snow. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> did you want to write your name in the snow when you were done? Because you had a 20. <laughs> That's no, because I don't want them to actually know it was me. That's fair enough. <laughs> and it'll just look like some drunk guy peed on the lock. Or peed on the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do clear the lock. Um, uh, make your lock pick check as you try and pick a urine soap lock. Oh my god. <laughs> Things I did not pick say this morning. <laughs> it's way easier now. 13. 13. Um, yeah. Here, we'll pick the lock. Alright, I'm going to open up the door quietly, and I'm gonna actually put the lock where I can remember to lock it back up. Okay. Um. I think you should take it. So replace the one you lost. Um, so, no, I'm not going to take the lock because that would just be, I don't want to say spiteful, but also gross. That's not, not going in my pocket. But also I'm going to, you know, open up the door and slip in. So you slide into the um, shed back here and close the door behind you. Looking around on the walls, there's fishing equipment. Um, shovels, uh, um, some repair tools, hammers, nails, screws, screwdrivers, snowblower. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not quite. Um, in the corner, the shed is the weirdest damn thing. There's a plate and a fork and a knife. No food on them, just sitting on the ground in the corner. So, I mean, the shed is small enough to where I would notice somebody, right? Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't see anyone around. I'm going to search... Like actively search the entire shed for like any trap doors or secret compartments make or an, make an investigation check. I wonder if somebody inside heard me peeing on the lock and hid. Oh, nat one. Awesome. Yeah. No, you don't find any as you're kinda of looking around, you turn around and you're going around and 
you do actually find a chain on the floor in the corner that seems to be connected to the ground somehow. You think it might be a trapdoor, you're not sure. Well, I'm going to check the chain area for traps before I tug on it. Okay. Boomtown, get him that 20. Nothing trapped. There are no traps in this area at all. I'm going to tug on the chain. I'm going to tug that chain. Mm-hmm. Tug it good. Make, it, make a strength check. My second thought is that this chain is meant to be around somebody's ankle. Oh my god, I suck at dice rolling today. Three. Three. You pull up the chain and you're pulling and you're pulling. And, you're and I hit pulling. myself in the face with it and fall backwards. Yeah, eventually it gives way and comes loose from the ground and you smack yourself in the forehead and take, oh, I don't have dice out. What the fuck am I doing? Oh, here, let's go to the dice roller. We'll even use Aaron's dice page. Um, you will take... I wonder if this is going to come up as you. Yeah, you take one point of bludgeoning damage. Did that show up on the log? Out of curiosity? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I okay. wasn't watching. Yep. That's it cool. It's good to know. Do it again. I want to see. Do it again. Do it again. Just check the log. Well, that's right. Log. Yeah. It's log. It's log. It's log. It's in my browser. Big. It's heavy. It's wood. Better than bad. It's good. He was doing lump, though, by President of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I went a different path. You, you went the path I went. That is my it's almost there. like there's a, a, a lump on the log. Yeah, it didn't show up for me, but whatever. In the bottom, yeah. in a hole in the bottom of the sea. Yeah. So you oh, smack yourself in the head for a point of bludgeoning damage. As you fall backwards on your butt. One. Sitting on the ground there... The wind is picks up again, and you actually notice that there is a small, probably about a maybe about a foot long and about three inch wide gap in the bottom of the um, shed that kind of leads out into the snow. You can see the snow on the other side of it, but it looks like the snow has been like cleared away there or something. So one foot long by three inch wide. Yeah. Hey, Doc. As you're sleeping in the inn, um, make what? Actually, yeah, just make a perception check. Five. Five. And you're sawing logs. You have no idea what's going on around you. Or sleeping soundly, probably assisted by some amount of alcohol, I assume. Let <clears throat> me get my actual dice out here. Um, Crixus, why don't you make a perception check too? Get it? Did you get it? 
I'm struggling with something over here. Oh, that's not good. So I'm gonna have to hand roll. So good. Hand rolling is fine. Hand rolling can be very fun too. You said perception? Yep. Rolled an eight. So an eight. that yeah. puts me at eleven. Eleven, yeah, you're sleeping pretty soundly yourself. Alright. Ernan, you're back looking at this little hole in the ground. Or in the shed. Um, if you investigate it and kind of look around a little bit, um, you aren't going to find much else here. You realize the chain was frozen to the ground. That's, um, that's why there wasn't a trap there. That's why you bludgeoned yourself. Uh, inspecting this little interesting thing you found, you go outside and that set of bird tracks that you had found is actually like little foot tracks. Leading away in the snow. I'm gonna close the shut up and lock it before I get too far. Okay. Close the shut up and lock it, and you eventually follow these little foot tracks to the edge of the woods where you kind of lose them in amongst the wind blown snow. Alright, I'm going to. So, mm, thinking, 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 thinking. There was a back door to that house, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so tempting. Yeah, I'm going to go up to the back door. Fuck it. So you walk to the back door, um, and I feel like I should pee on that too, just to mark it. <laughs> um, are you going to you try and pick the lock on the door? I'm going to actually check. I mean, it's I'm going to peek in the window just to see what I can see, to see if it's even worth going in. It is very, very dark, and you're looking through five-inch thick glass. It's very hard to see much of anything. You do not see any movement on the interior. Uh, let's see. Doc. Uh, take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Okay. Woken up rudely by a mace across your head. Oh, that is that uh, is rude. You roll out of bed. There is a man, a large burly man with a mace in his hand, that is going after you. Did you uh, forget to pay him for services rendered? Crixus. Uh, ten points of bludgeoning damage to you, as you have a similar situation in your room. And uh, we we're, can in the roll. Same, we're in the same room. Oh, oh, you're in the same room. Okay, yeah. so then the yes, you two suddenly the other come to. Well, it's probably a good thing then. Um, 
the two of you come too with these two men in your room. Um, um, we, we need an initiative roll from you guys. Clearly. I need new dice again. You need new dice again? Oh, shit. Five. Five. Three. Three. <laughs> oh, boy. Goodness. <laughs> All right. I mean, it makes sense. I'm still wiping the cold out of my eye. Yep. Um, so hey, guys, what's that. going on? Doc at five and Cricks at three. And um, do, 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 do. these dudes. Oh, wow. Well, if this is the case, Ellie is screwed because she's not waking up from anything. She was bombed. Um. So you guys kind of roll out of bed, both of you roll out of bed, and they move around into position. Like if you guys had two beds, they were on opposite sides. You guys both kind of rolled to the middle. They both move around to the outside and swing at you. Did You probably didn't sleep in your armor, I'm assuming. Probably I not. mean, I would not have typically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep that in mind. Um Doc, the first one is a 14 to hit you. I would assume without armor that would hit. Okay. And then Crixus, yours is a 14 as well to hit you. I'll tell you in a second. It definitely hits. Okay. Uh, Doc, five points of bludgeoning damage. And Crixus, four points of bludgeoning damage. As these men are coming after you with maces. Uh, Doc, it is your go. Your stuff, um, I assume, is laying on the floor by your bed. And you'd be able to grab uh, it if you like. Yeah, I will. Uh, uh, mm. Should I take the time to put armor on? Nah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... A struggle of immense proportions. I'll, I'll grab whichever handle is closer, the maul or the, uh, the axe, and swing that. Which one so, would be closer? The axe is a hand axe, right? Uh, it's a great axe. Oh, it's a great axe. Oh, th those handles yeah. are both kind of laying there, so whichever one you grab, I imagine they're probably up against the wall, so you grab whichever one. Both big two. Yeah. Uh, you didn't I'll call say time it's out the first? Mall. Time out, guys. Time out. Not fair. Time out. <laughs> I need some air. <laughs> um, hitting myself there. <laughs> Diamond bag, guys. Uh, 13 to hit? Yep, that hits. Um, 12 damage. 12 damage. Okay. Um, my question while I'm hit, while, he does not look while good. I'm okay. While I'm okay, I will. Uh, ooh, this is gonna be interesting then. Um, I'm gonna use my bonus action to say, What are you doing in my room? What is it you want? And I will use my action surge to take the uh, ready in action to hit him again if any uh, hostile action is taken towards me. Okay. Crixus. Crixus doesn't wait for the answer. I'm going to attack the same one that has already been damaged. Okay. With the highest level guiding bolt I can. Okay. 
So this is third level guiding bolt. Seventeen to hit. Yep, absolutely hits. Twenty damage. Twenty damage. This guy goes up and <laughs> with your guiding bolt, it's actually gonna finish him off. What? You have a special way you want that to happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I want us. I I don't know. No, I guess just uh, start his clothes on fire. Yeah. This is just shocked enough that it's like, I don't care, he's just dead. He, he melts like the guy in uh, Indiana Jones and the yeah. Temple of Doom? A little bit, yeah. Sure. <laughs> the The other guy looks at his fallen compatriot and then uh, turns his focus. Actually, no, he redoubles his focus onto Crixus, realizing that Crixus is probably the bigger threat here based on what he just saw. And he's a little distracted, a little uh, kind of overwhelmed by what he just saw. And he swings his mace and actually misses you. And... Um, I'd be more concerned about gotta... the dwarf and his tidy whities <laughs> Just barely... Oh, you think that regains, tidy whities Regains his balance. It looks like tidy whities but it's just gray hair. A, a, um, dwarf, <laughs> a dwarf fighting with his doodle in the wind? <laughs> Free Willy. Um, Doc, it is Yargo as this guy severely missed Crixus with his mace. Um, is he within reach? Is he there? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, there's um, space between the two beds. Like, you're all kind of piled in this space. All right. I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to attempt to grapple him. Okay. Oh. Oh, the trip. Uh, it's a strength check, right? So uh, it's a yeah, um, hand to hand. Yeah, uh, well, it's, just it's an unarmed melee attack. Oh, plus five. So it's either way, it's an eight. It's an eight. Yeah, you miss him. You go to you go to lunge for him, and you completely miss him. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do in that moment? Then? Um, you were holding really. for you were holding. Right, let's back up. You were holding for another attack. So you had your action surge action for this other guy when he swung at Crixus. So use that okay, action we'll call, surge. We'll call that. That's fair. I'll say that grapple okay. is that, and we're actually at your turn now. All right. I'll make, a, I'll make another attack of the grapple then. Okay. 14. 14. Yes. You are able to actually grapple. All right. I'm just going right. to hold him and say, uh, you know. Crixus, get the information. That's, a cool, that's the coolest thing you could have done. I have in my equipment manacles. Okay. And I am trying to bind that creature. Okay. So in order to get, you'd have to get your manacles out, which I yep. assume is in a bag next to you. So that, that would be your action. I to grab that stuff out of bag. Equipment. Yep. Um, I'm going to try to do that. Okay. You can find your manacles. No problem. Um, you can turn around. You have a bonus action if you want to try and do anything with the bonus action. I'm gonna just reinforce this idea and say, I have, I have a way to constrain him. Okay. If you can hold. Um. See. Okay, so that's Crixus. Back to him. He is going to try and break free of this. 
grapple, which is an opposed strength check. Ten? Sixteen. Sixteen. You managed to hang on to him. Um, he... Uh, he struggles against you, and you're holding him there. It is your turn, Doc. He hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, I'll just... Other than grunts and grunts. I'll just... Uh, I don't know if I can... I'm trying to think what it is. I guess I, I'm just holding on to him, so I'll just continue doing that. Hold, okay. hold your action to smash his head into the ground if he moves. Crixus. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to try to apply the manacles that I grabbed from my equipment to his arms. Okay. Um, strength or dexterity, Jack, either one that you want to do. He's going to try and fight you to have these things put on. Yeah, I'll probably do a strength check. Sixteen. Sixteen? Yep. <laughs> You're able to get him on. He's, he struggles a bit, but Doc's got him in a pretty good grasp that he can't get his arms to move too much, so it's kind of like grabbing a five-year-old's wrists and holding it. Um, you, get him, you got him man, manacled up or out of initiative. All right, All right. I'm gonna, I'll... Sorry, genius. I'm going to take some rope as well and just tie his legs together. Okay. Uh, make once Crixus says that, and check then... to tie the knot for his legs. Once Crixus says that, I'm gonna go check the door to the uh, other room and see if Aaron and Ellie are okay. I'll take my maul, but nothing else. And take your maul, but nothing else. So this naked dwarf goes across the hall with the maul in his hand. If Ellie's not awake at that the... point, she'll be awake soon. The door to Ellie's room. On the next check. The door to Ellie's room is hung open a bit. Uh-oh. All right, I'll go in. Um, she is tied up on the bed, like like several ties around her on the bed, and there is a man that is similar to these other two guys bending down and heaves her up over his shoulder and turns and sees you. I will go right for his face when with the mace okay with them all he's not expecting you uh go go ahead and make your attack uh 16 16 uh yeah absolutely hits that was my thought exactly cooch mm-hmm. uh 10 damage 10 damage okay right between the goal posts if you know what i mean um oh god i wrote that wrong <laughs> Do 10 damage to him. He drops Ellie off to the side. She kind of stirs a little bit. Um, <laughs> but she, she is wow. incredibly drunk. Kind of really disoriented. Um, She's going to wake up be like, oh, I had a great night's sleep. I had the weirdest dreams, though. <laughs> Doc and Crixus are going to be like all beat up and... He grabs a he grabs a mace that's at his hip and comes after you with it. Uh, Eighteen to hit. Yeah. Five points of bludgeoning damage. Sure. 
Uh, you hear a ruckus from the other room, Crixus. Oh, man. Um... All right, I'll move into the hallway and head to the other room. Move into the hallway and head to the other room, which you have plenty of movement to do. You walk into the other room, you see Ellie tied up on the floor. You see Doc engaged with um, another one of these thugs who's got a mace out. Um, You do have your action yet, if you'd like to use it. I will use it. What I will do with it, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I will. And now you can kick him in the nuts. Just try. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's probably ready for it now. Um, I'm gonna f- just first level guiding bolt then. First level guiding bolt. Okay. Hit it. Eight. Eight does not hit him. You end up hitting the bed next to him. Just <laughs> spark of like. Um, Feathers that go kind of up in the air. Um, let's see, it's back to Doc then. Yeah, I'll hit him again. I try to. Oh man, always natural one. Nat one. Um, <laughs> Didn't see Kirkus you... come in. I probably hit Kirkus. Um, <laughs> the, well, the guiding Don't bolt. Give the actually, DM ideas. The guiding <laughs> bolt actually startles you as you go to swing, and you turn to step wide to give yourself a good base and then accidentally like your foot kicks Ellie in the back and I need a dexterity saving throw as you essentially are tripping over her to try and stay on your feet getting to the other side uh, so, uh, 17 17 yeah you, you kind of trip and fall and you end up you're straddling like she's between your legs tied up and you're got your mace out but you did not hit the thug uh, he turns or no, he looks at you closest to you. He's swinging at you for 20 to hit. At me or at Kirksis? You. What chance? Yeah, that hits. That's another six points of bludgeoning damage? Sure. How you looking, Doc? Just fine. Not bad. Really? I build my characters with hit points. Oh. Take it like a champ. Merely a flesh oh. wound. That's basically what he's doing. Um... Crixus. Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna do... Um, yeah, Guiding Bolt again. Okay. Second level this time. As I'm a little angrier. Mostly at myself for missing the last <laughs> round. Misdirected hostility. Ah! Nine! Nine! Yeah, the the other bed, Aranon's bed. Would you, when you hit Aranon's bed, uh, there's another poof of like feathers, and you realize Aranon is not there. And this is the first moment where you realize Aranon's gone. Shocking. Um. Hey, now I'm busy. <clears throat> they don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> is going to make this very very interesting um the barkeep was going to come up earlier maybe that's where he went doc yeah we're back to you all right i'm going to attempt to hit him again all right that looks better uh 21 to hit absolutely hits 
for sure. And another 10 points of damage. Uh, 10 points of damage. He is not looking very good at all. And uh, just in case, I'll use my bonus action to second wind and okay. gain some hit points. Okay. Uh, he's coming Ooh, back. Nine. He's coming back at you with a fourteen to hit. Uh, without armor, yes. Uh, for seven points of bludgeoning damage, and it is to Crixus. All right, and so because I keep himself. missing with guiding bolts, I'm gonna go back to the sacred flame that I know. Okay. A little bit better, so. Um. Target has to succeed on a dex saving throw. Ten? Fourteen. Yeah, you didn't succeed. How much damage is it, sir? Ten. Ten points of damage. That's enough. So he kind of goes up in flames. You're kind of startled. You're thinking about this. He's fallen over on the floor. You assess the situation. You had two men in your room, one of which is unconscious dead. One here, which is unconscious dead. One that's tied up and um, beaten. Ellie is tied up. Aaron's missing. Make an insight check. Either one of you or both of you. Low. Oh, God. You guys <laughs> assume... You guys started you thinking got... and your head hurt, so you bumped them together. Um, You guys assume that the fourth guy tied up Aaron on and has taken off with him. I think that would be a reasonable assumption. Alright, mm. so I'll ask Doc untie Ellie and try to wake her up. She might Knocked out in the battle. Yeah. And yeah, then I'll go happened. into the other room. <laughs> I mean, that would be our assertion. Yeah, that would yeah. be what you think. All right. Uh, Doc, don't, go ahead. Don't get too close uh, to the uh, to the uh, projectile radius there, Doc. I was going to say, Doc, as you start to go to our entire, you realize she isn't knocked out by like physical means, that she is knocked out by alcoholic means. You can smell oh, her breath. Smells. Yeah. 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 I would think that it would be coming out of every single pore of her body. Oh, man. Her breath smells like roast pork and vomit. Better than Doritos and shit. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I assume it's a deck, so 17 to untire. Yep, and you untire. You untire. Um, if, if you're not having a not lot of luck waking her up, though. <laughs> All right, then I'll try to carry her back to our room to just keep everybody in one place. Okay, strength check. Uh, 12. Yeah, you're able to kind of pick her up, actually kind of under the shoulders and carry her to the room and bring her into the room, put her up on the bed. By the time he gets in there, Crixus has the other guy um, kind of up in the corner and kind of like slapping him. And asking him, why? Who are you? The the bounty. The bounty. Fuck. Quit it in me. Get a bounty on your head. Live with it. Yeah. 
For killing some cats? Yeah! Sweet Christmas. I'm fine then. So I'll, I'll wait for Doc to come in. Mm -hmm. Doc, you come oh. in as Crixus is kind of roughing this guy up in the corner. You hear something about the word bounty. Alright, uh, Doc will just look over and with his, uh, background in, in some showmanship he'll be like I I, don't, I hope he's not waiting for good cop bad cop because the good cop's missing <laughs> and I'll just turn away like I'm not witnessing something you know like you might do in mm -hmm. a shady precinct oh sure go turn the camera off in the corner yeah yeah close the door lock it <laughs> proceed um I'm gonna like thaumaturgy the door shut to scare this guy. Make, and, an, uh, make an intimidation check. You can uh, add your um, your magic, uh, your attack modifier. Okay. Well, it's high. Spell attack modifier. It's 19 plus my spell attack of 5, so it's 25. Oh, sorry, 26. Sorry, my spell attack is plus 6. Yeah, it's hard. So it's 25. <laughs> 25. Um, you hear a uh, trickle of liquid slowly hitting the floor. This guy is wetting himself. Perfect. That was exactly what I wanted. Right. Doc will start uh, assembling some, some modesty just because he feels he's we're probably going to end up running outside. Um, and he'll also then yell out, where, uh, ask him where the other guy is. Assuming that there was another guy or something. Yeah, you smack him around a couple more times, ask him where the other guy is, where the fourth guy is. He said, there was no fourth guy. Don't lie to me, boy. I'm not, li I'm not lying. There was no fourth guy. He's panicking, coming into his voice. So, because I'm so super scary, do I do I believe him? Make an insight check. I think I do. It's 11. Yeah. Should I, I should I slap him for a while yet? How many times have you slapped him already? Probably about seven times. Uh, roll, like... roll a d10 for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Six? <laughs> you slap him a couple more times trying to intimidate him. And his head kind of rolls off to the side and it just the consciousness leaves him. And the only thing holding him up against the wall is you. This is going to be one of those like He's still healing breathing. Word, slap, slap, slap. Healing word, slap, slap, slap. Healing word, slap, slap, slap. <laughs> He's unconscious. Alright, that's fine. Leave him in the corner for a while as we collect our thoughts. And I'll tell Doc. You said there wasn't a fourth man, and think I believe him. Then where's Aranon? Aranon, you're looking in the window of this building. You can't. You realize you can't see through it. Um, Smash cut. 
Yeah, exactly. It's almost perfect, like a movie. Where's Aranon? Well, here, here's Aranon. <laughs> Looking in the window, having a rather uneventful night other than relieving himself on a lock. <laughs> Finding miniature footprints. What would you like to do, Aranon? There's no motion inside. It's dark. It's clearly, like, abandoned. I'm going to check the, uh, I'm going to see if the lock is trapped. Okay, make an investigation check for a trap. Nine. I mean, yeah, the lock's not trapped at all. I'm going to turn the handle just to see if maybe they forgot to lock it. When you go to turn the handle. Oh, no. It doesn't turn. It's locked. It's it's still locked. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to get pricked and poisoned. You check the lock. It's not trapped. <clears throat> Cock knocker shots out it's... from the door. <laughs> Fun that you can have when you have a roll, a low roll on a. Uh huh. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick the lock. Okay, go ahead. Lock pick check. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. There's a satisfying click. Lock unlocks and the door swings open. When the door swings open, all the lights come out in the building. I'm going to close the door and run back to the shed. (laughs) (laughs) You close the door, you run back to the shed, which is locked. I mean, like I'm going to go around to the backside. And then I'm going never to never find their footprints. I don't care. And I'm going to watch the house. Okay, so you watch the house. The house, the lights are on. You don't see any movement, though. <laughs> How long do you watch? I'm going to watch for two minutes. Nothing. Lights are on. No movement. Like so, here's here's my question: They have electricity, or this is D and D. I know they don't need electricity. Like, well, I know. I'm. I, my, I guess my question is: Did like all the candles? Like, did candles turn on? Like, you did didn't, candles? You, didn't, you don't know. Lights came on when you opened the door. You don't know what it was. You closed the door and ran. Pumping the DM for info. Hmm. Not working. It's fun sitting by and knowing the questions to ask, but waiting to see if Tom thinks of them. <laughs> oh, I'm probably not going to think of them. <laughs> if only he had his team with them. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're having fun without him. Are we, though? No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we get to beat things up, so that's something. Okay, if nobody, if I don't see any movement inside, I'm going to go back up to the window. I'm assuming I would be able to actually see into the window now with the lights on. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm going to go up to the of, window kind and of look in. Frosty, but 
You can look in the window, and it's what you can see is the rough outline. It's, it's a blurry outline because it's five-inch thick glass, but you see through the window that you were looking through before what looks to be maybe a kitchen or something. You can see, like, counter counters and maybe what is a table something it's hard to it's hard to make out it's like really fuzzy no motion inside though no motion this makes no me nervous though because i don't want to get bear trapped in the middle of the living room I'm going to relock the door and go back to the room. Go back to the hotel Hotel. room, hostel. Um, Yes, you relock the door. Um, Lights are still on. Uh, Uh, Before uh, I leave, I'm going to try the clapper. (laughs) (laughs) Clap on, clap off the clapper. Side That's note, I had, a magic works. I had a friend growing up who had a clapper for his TV who snored so loud in the middle of the night he'd turn his TV on. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I'd sleep over there and suddenly I'd wake up and TV's on. And then he'd snore and the TV would go off. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> if you make enough noise, it, it will trigger it. It's yeah. funny. So, um... Now, you you lock it up. Uh, it, no, the light don't they don't go off when you clap. Um, lock up the door and close it. Still, I assume yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm lock, I'm locking the door and closing it. Okay. Uh, you start walking back. Make a perception check as you start walking back towards the. Come on, big money. 22. 22. As you're walking away, the shadow that's kind of cast from the light, from the lights being on at this place, um, on the road just before you turn the corner, you see the lights kind of go out and your shadow go away. Okay. I'm going to make the assumption that that was some kind of alarm system. And I'm just going to keep... That's my assumption. So I'm and I'm just going to keep going back. I don't want to enter a house where the lights are on and I can't turn them off. So you head back. Um, Doc, Crixus, what are you guys doing? You have three unconscious bodies in two rooms. Two of them, I don't know if you did anything to stabilize them, but if you didn't, did you do anything to stabilize them? I should ask. Um... Crixus is a cleric, so I'm going to leave that up to his decision. Yeah, I mean, we'll gather them all together. And I'll... First, we're going to search their bodies thoroughly for anything that we can pull from them. They all seem to have crude weapons. Um, It's not hard to find. They all have probably about six gold on them each-ish. Now for a couple drinks. Um, You find their crude weapons. The mace is just a basic mace and dagger. Um, You do also find a rolled up wanted poster. 
similar to the we're one familiar with that one yep exactly all right so we'll pocket i'll i'll give the gold to doc i'll take the weapons and throw them out the window okay and then i will remove the elements of armor from them that i can remove mm-hmm. throw that also out the window and then I will. Kirk, Kirk, uh, if these guys are if these guys are looking for us, does it? I mean, if we turn them into the authorities, they're going to turn us into the authorities. Well, that's the point. The authorities are not going to do anything because there is a bounty, and I assume bounties are just like reasonable in this area. So. We are wanted men. Maybe we t- take out the last guy and claim they attacked us, which they did, and uh, keep the wanted poster. We'll certainly take the wanted poster and light it on fire. But <laughs> You could light it on fire off the guy that you lit on fire. So we're not reviving these guys then, apparently. I'm. It's not my plan. I don't know. Okay. So yeah. you have at this point you have two dead bodies and an unconscious body in a room, <laughs> stripped of their clothes and weapons and armor, thrown out the window. They're probably in small clothes at this point. Maybe a t-shirt, like a, a linen like undershirt and long underwear or something. That's reasonable. So one guy's still unconscious though. Yep, the one guy's still unconscious. The other two are not breathing at all. The one guy's breathing slightly. It smells a bit like urine. Um, Aranon, as you come back to the hotel, you see there's like a pile alongside the one side of the building. There's a pile of weapons and armor and clothing laying in the snow. I'm going to go over to the pile and, and search it. See if there's anything uh, good. You you dig through it. There's uh there's a couple of daggers there, a couple of maces, just average weapons. Um, and none of the, the armor's beaten up and kind of tawdry. Nothing better than what you have. Uh, you may be able to grab a little bit of it and get um. You might if only you had a, a little bit of silver or something. Yeah, that, that would be helpful. Hmm. If only I had a bag of holding. Oh, look. Hey, how about that? You do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw some of the stuff in the bag of holding and sell okay. it. Um, you can put mis- just put miscellaneous armor and weapons in your inventory. Um, as you're sitting there digging through this stuff, another mace comes flying down. Make a dexterity check. Oh. Can I hold my bag of hold- holding and try to catch it? <laughs> <laughs> you can make a dexterity check to get out of the way. You heard it hit the roof up top. You looked up, and you only have time to react to get out of the way. I'm good. 23. <clears throat> 23. Okay, so this mace falls in front of you. You jump out of the way, and then falls on the ground in front of you. You look up, and you make a intelligence check.
20. 20? Uh, based on what you can recall, you think this is probably Crixus's in Doc's room. <laughs> These are being thrown from. I'm going to pick up the mace and put it in my bag. And I'm going to go in inside. Okay. Uh, next thing out the window is a clay pot that the entire bottom looks like it was burned out and smells faintly of chili. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going in the bag of holding. Uh, yeah, you throw that, that ends up in the snow. Um, when you walk inside, um, Aaron, on the innkeeper is laying on the floor in the middle of the main area, um, has a uh, dagger in her hand. It looks like she got hit upside the head and is bleeding slightly from it. She's breathing, though. I was going to say, I'm going to go over and check on her. Uh, she looks like she's alive. She looks like she was knocked unconscious. Um, like I said, she is bleeding a little bit from the side of her head. Um, and she's just laying in the middle of the floor? Yeah. Like she, it looks like she went to stop someone, mm-hmm. confront someone, keep someone from entering the inn, maybe, or going further into the inn, and then was promptly kind of swept aside. All right, I'm going to as if she, as long as she's breathing and stuff, I'm just going to leave her there and pull. I'm going to pull okay. out my. Uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to pull out my. Spring. No, yeah, I'm gonna pull up my spring and hop upstairs. No, uh, my short sword. Short sword. Okay. And upstairs. and run upstairs. You run upstairs two at a time. You get to the top of the stairs. You see your door room is open. You see a um, uh, Crixus and uh, Doc's door room is closed. Um. It looks like there's some scuff marks leading from your room to their room, though. Like something was dragged across the floor. I'm going to go to our room and kind of peek in, you know, not jump in front and say, ha but I'm going to kind of look in the room. You peek in the room and you see that you, both your bed, Ellie's bed is an absolute disaster. Like the covers were torn off of it and everything. And there's a, there's feathers everywhere. Like something struck the bed and then you turn and look at your bed and your bed is made, but still has that same scorch mark in it with feathers kind of all over the place. You realize something happened here. There was a fight here. I'm going to give the room, the people's eyebrow and then go over to, uh, take a big whiff. Smells like something was cooking. Yeah. Burnt, maybe. <laughs> I can smell what the Crixus was missing. Um, yes. <laughs> There's a short title for it. <laughs> smell what the Crixus was missing. I'm going to knock on Doc and Crixus's door and say, housekeeping. A familiar voice makes a, a knock at the door and says in a playful tone, housekeeping. <laughs> Crixus, Doc, what would you like to do? I'll go to the door to open it. Swing the door. I'll go to the door to open it and say, "What kind of hotel is this?" And I'll open (laughs) it up. Aranon stands there before you in his cold weather gear. I'm gonna look in the room. Crixus is there in his skivvies. Aranon, he hasn't gotten dressed at all yet. I'm gonna, and the guy is still in the room. 
Uh, there are three, you yep. kind of peek your head into the room. You see three guys kind of lined up against the uh, footboard of the bed. Uh, and Ellie is laying in one of the beds. Uh, Doc is in the process of putting clothing and armor on. I'm going to look at the three guys and all of them and kind of go back and forth a second and go, I missed a fun party. You guys look like shit. Glad you made it back, Aranon. I'm going to walk into the room and close the door. Where the bloody hell have you been? Uh, I was on a recon mission. What the hell happened here? Seems like someone, someone's trying to make good on that uh, bounty. And these three were the first ones to take them up on it. I'm going to look at Crixus and say, I told you not to kill those cats. Crixus gives Aaron on the stern eye and says, Unfortunately, this isn't much of a laughing matter. Wherever that bounty is out there, people will be looking for us. We're going to have a hard time being an inconspicuous party. Hmm. Sounds like I should grow a beard and get some glasses. Make a nice disguise. No? Fine. Alright, so what are, we, what, what are we doing with these people? What? I mean, well, I say we just throw the bodies out the window with the rest of the gear. One of them's still breathing. Nah, screw him. He can freeze in the cold. I'm gonna go over. I don't have a plan. I'm gonna go over to the to, to the dead guys, and I'm gonna start trying to take one and try to push him out the window. I make a strength check. <laughs> Doc, Crickus, anyone? You just watch him. I mean, I don't know if we want dead bodies in the in the street. I think Doc would probably go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Eleven. We need. <laughs> We... You get a little frustrated trying to pull and pick this body up, and you stop. You're like in the middle of trying to do it. You have like one arm, like you're gonna try and pick him up over your shoulder under his armpit. <clears throat> you have like the one arm, you have your hand under his armpit, and your other hand around his wrist, and you turn and look at Doc. <laughs> I I think three dead bodies on the side of an inn is gonna cause more questions towards us than it will answers. Well. You'd rather have them in our actual rooms? I say we throw them out the window, then go down the way we came, like nothing happened, and then drag them out into the woods. Oh, by the way, the innkeeper got her head thumped, so she's going to know something so happened. So, wait. You just said two different things. One, we should hide the bodies. Two, mm -hmm. the innkeeper knows about the bodies. No, she doesn't know about the body. Well, she, she's unconscious she knows the downstairs. Came in. We can say that they came up, they attacked us, and then they ran out. Do you have a better idea? Maybe we could hide them under the mattress. Nobody will look there. Isn't that what you do with dead bodies at a hotel? I've seen that movie. 
um, four rooms. Yeah. Also, Quentin Tarantino involved. Uh, um, kind of, sort of, yeah. At least one of the rooms. Yep. Um. Well, if the innkeeper was attacked, then these people are the criminals, and we just did a good job by stopping them, right? Yes. Yes. Maybe. That is true. So, would you rather... You already threw their shit out the window. I'm not sure why you did that if you planned on... I don't know. Crixus was in a rage. I just let him vent, and he seems a little better now. Does somebody need a hug? I missed two guiding bolts, damn it. We could have died. <laughs> it's a little dramatic there. So what are we going to do? Are you just going to let these bodies sit here and rot? time you get ghosts. <laughs> I mean right. I don't have a plan for dead bodies it just isn't something that I ever think about in Dungeons and Dragons like you just leave bodies all over the place but I think the fact you usually is fight things in dungeons though where the bodies can stay <laughs> right and I'm just interested in room. so I think so Crixus is going to say, I think the plan is to bring these men down to the lobby, wake up the innkeeper and say, she should deal with the circumstances. Maybe contact the sheriff of this random town and say, hey, these men attacked me and here they are. Take care of the business. Yes, but isn't that going to raise suspicion on us? She I doesn't don't... have um... to divulge who has dealt with these men. True. So maybe throw her a couple gold to say some some wanderers happened to walk into the inn as she was being attacked. If she was attacked, surely she has no love for these men. We can give it a shot, I guess. But, like, let's do it now, then. Let's go get this out of the way, because I have <clears throat> some information for you as well. So. Also, let's... what did you do to Ellie? She's she's way out. Man, I didn't do she shit. She smells terrible. Of course she does. She puked on me. Which reminds me, I need to get my cloak. What? I thought you were babysitting her. Do I look like a babysitter? Usually it's the other way Chris. around. <laughs> we thought Ellie would be the one that needed babysitting. We Chris went to Soxway babysitting a grown woman. God. We went to the Blue Clown. She decided to drink her weight in fire water. She, for whatever reason, tried to kiss a guy on the cheek. The guy turned his head and kissed her on the mouth. She smacked him. So I had to throw her over my shoulder and run out of the bar. And <clears> she puked on me, which I'm not happy about. Well, at least somebody had a good time. Oh, she's not going to be feeling so good in about five hours. <laughs> good for you, Eliana. I'm just going to let All her right. lay in the bed and say, let's 
let's get these guys downstairs. We can let Ellie sleep. So you take the guys downstairs. I think we got to finish off the last guy before we do that. I don't think we want him as a witness, mostly because of the bounty. Is that what you're doing, Doc? I'm not killing it again. Yeah. Yeah, I'll hit him one more time with the mace, or with the maul. Okay. Uh, you hit him one more time with the maul. Um, roll damage with your maul. Ten. Actually, be, be, can can I say oh. bef before Doc swings his maul? Yeah, okay. So Doc yeah. gets the yeah. maul. He's up like that. He's going to swing. You grab his wrist. Hold on. Why don't we drag them downstairs first? That way when you get blood over literally everything, it's downstairs where she got attacked. Okay. You kind of look around the room and you realize there's kind of blood over everything right now as this. Arguing over semantics. A little more blood up here is not going to hurt anything. I suppose because I was thinking Dude, one guy got burned. Here. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was up here prior to the burnt dude. So, All right. uh, yeah, you're, you're ten after, points of damage. After, I was gonna uh, say after looking around, I say never mind, swing away. Do ten points, and you get a good solid hit on him. Of course, he's not moving at all. Um, going for going for a broken neck is some something quick, you know. Yeah, uh, um, Nate, make the medicine check. Yeah, eighteen. 18, yeah, he's dead. All right. I'll drag one down. Okay. You, dra you eventually drag all three bodies down to the lobby. Crixus uh, is going to remove his manacles. Okay. Um, You do, when Crixus and Doc, when you get downstairs, you see the innkeepers laying there with a dagger in her hand and a massive welt that is slowly seeping blood into her hair. Um, on the floor. She is alive. She's breathing, but she hasn't moved since Aaron Ansar. Hey, Crixus, you got any healing handy? Yep, Crixus will definitely load up a cure wounds for her. Okay. Uh, dumping the cure wounds into her, whatever it is, how many points it is, she's going to come to. That's not much. Wait, you're you're. It, there were people like three guys. You're Crixus, right? What's your name? Tomorrow, Marta. She sits up. And she's, uh, what? Holy. Did you do this? And she kind of points at the bodies. Yeah, we took care of the problem. Oh, oh thank God. I had to try and stop them. I didn't think I could, but... Oh. Wow. Good looking out, young lass. Did they... Did they get anyone else? I mean, you, got, you don't look like you're 
You guys okay? I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I, I was locking up for the night and they barged in here. Said they were looking for for some people. There's a there's a some wanted poster or something they said. We uh we woke up to them smashing uh our faces, so we uh we took care of them and didn't ask questions. And... You were wanted? It appears to be some misunderstanding. However, we were not in control of the decisions. We had to defend ourselves. So. I suppose I failed to protect my guests. Well, I... you can help us now by contacting the proper authorities and having these bodies removed without mention of our name. Why were they after you? Because we're too darn good looking to be in life. They needed to take us out in order to make the world a darker place. But no, seriously, why were they after you? We gave them I think they were like confused. Yeah. They had some confusion and, and mixed us up with another party. Yep. We resemble a different group of people. Not the first time. Make a persuasion check. Who, both of us or just Crixus? One of you at advantage or both of you? I don't need my advantage. I rolled 19. I'll roll again if you want, but 19 feels pretty good. You can go ahead and roll again if you want, just to see. I mean, granted, I don't know. You can do much better than 19. Not better. Okay. Yeah. Um, are they dead? They look like, yeah. It's a mixed lot. That was unavoidable. They had more stuff on them, though. What did you do with their stuff? I believe their stuff is outside now. Well, it's kind of half outside. I'm going to open up the bag of holding and start taking out the daggers and the... You probably want this for their uh, proof that they attacked us. Evidence. Evidence. Do you have... Do you have the... The wanted poster? Or the, 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 was there anything on them that led, I mean, if you were mistaken for someone, they must have had something identifying someone, a contract or a target or a poster or something? Uh, no, I don't think they had that. They just said, we're here for the cat killers. I'm a shrug. Oh. Dita. I get it. No, you're good. You're good. Can you tell us more? Maybe this will help prevent any confusing circumstances in the future. There's a group of druids called Dita. That's the Druids for Ethical Treatment of Animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small group of druids. 
that monitors the wildlife in the north here. And anytime they find or observe any situation that they think is a poor treatment of animals, even if the animal is attacking and you're in their environment, they assume that's their defense. If you attack in self-defense, you're invading their space. That's how these druids feel. <sighs> to use anything other than your own talents and abilities, such as weapons, <laughs> they frown on that. Hmm. So, no. They you're... must be well funded. They're slightly mad and yeah. So um I've had run-ins with them before because of the uh, the meat I serve. Sometimes comes from wildlife and they do not like that. So I will gladly turn these three over to the authorities, explain the situation. Um and how are your rooms? Do you need anything? Doc will give her the 18 gold he found that they found on these guys and say the rooms are going to need a little attention and he'll just give her the gold for it. And she'll take it. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I do have one other open room. Uh, if you guys would like to rest, I'll get the authorities over here tonight yet. Um, and she goes around behind the barn, fishes out another key, and says, here you go. This is, I mean, it's not much. There's a king-size bed and a couple of chairs in there, so. Sounds delightful. But it'll, it'll be cleaner than the mess that you guys, where's your other friend? She's sleeping it off. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, have a good night. Um, we'll see you guys in the morrow. And we'll stop right there. <laughs> Good deal. Crixus could need a... Could use a nap here. <laughs> need to finish your long rest here. Splitting yep. the party is fun. Yeah. I was, I was going to comment on that earlier. I was like, oh man, you split the party and then nothing goes on. And then it was like, no. Everything Aaron and I was doing was super exciting. And then out of nowhere. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> man, I really wanted to go into that house, but I just did not want to be traipsing around with the lights on. Well, we've got a lot of information, so it'll it'll yeah. set up the next mm-hmm. session good, now that we know episode. their house and stuff like that. We can really figure it out from there. So breaking right. into the shed i'm like there's nothing in this shed we're breaking in sometimes it's just a chair yeah sometimes the chair is just a chair i got some enjoyment uh, out of it i got to pee on yeah. something actually in the I, I was able to actually yeah. put something in there that was fun and mildly entertaining so yeah all right take us out of here tom Thanks for everybody for joining us in the chat. We had lots of new names, lots of uh, lots of chats today, lots of uh, lots of ideas. Some of them used. Thank you very much. <laughs> Enjoyment for all. Uh, you can catch us every week, eight thirty a.m. Central Time, U.S. Uh, Twitch dot 
twitch.tv slash TomMNorm, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. We have everybody is on Twitter. I am at TomMNorman, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M-A-N. Genius is LazyDragonGB. JC is Wildfire1265. And Cooch is Crazy Cooch. And we are at Two Nerds, One Quest, Number Two Nerds, Number One Quest, all on Twitter. You can help us out by sharing this with other people. Tell others about it. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Um, if you're enjoying this, uh, join us live. Uh, download the podcast wherever you can get your podcast from. Uh, this should be out later today in podcast form. Uh, if you really, 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 really want to support us, go to uh, patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. We have some really cool and fun uh, rewards. We have a vote going on right now for our next uh, surprise encounter for the group that only Mr. Dungeon Master JC can see. Uh, so that'll be exciting. Uh, Scoot and Jack, I have to get information from you to make you some nameplates, kind of like what we have by our names here. Uh, so yeah, we have some cool stuff coming up. Um, it's a fun poll this week, or this month too. The February poll is actually really good. I, I kind of had some fun with it. I told the guys earlier it's based on a conversation that was had pre-show a couple weeks ago. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't. That's (laughs) going to be exciting. Um, (laughs) So, for me, for JC, for Cooch, and for Mr. Genius Lays Dragon, we have been Two Nerds, One Quest. We are Two Nerds, One Quest. Peace. Still nerds. Silent.